Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay. So we had our conversation with uh, the federal leader of the NDP, Jagmeet Singh, and uh, the architect, one of the architects, I would guess, of this um, iteration of Pharmacare for Canada. Uh, I'm not calling this universal Pharmacare. It's not. Um, it's, But it is coverage for diabetes medication and for contraception, which is it's huge. It, it, this will affect the lives of millions of Canadians and hundreds of thousands of Albertans in a very positive way if it comes to pass here. And I, I don't know that it will. As you know, um, the immediate response from our province within minutes was, nah, no thanks, we're out. Alberta will not be part of this federal pharmacare program. So why? Let's see if we can find out. We're going to have a conversation now with the Honourable Adriana LaGrange, Provincial Health Minister, MLA for Red Deer North. Um, Minister LaGrange, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you being here today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on the program. Can, can I start by determining how the government came to the decision to say Alberta doesn't want any part of this? Was that, was that you? Was that caucus? Did it come from the Premier? Who made that decision? Well, it, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a group decision in terms of the fact that uh, we know historically what's been happening. Um, you know, Albertans are, I, I would say, very sophisticated. They know that uh, we send tens of billions of dollars to Ottawa and that we only get a fraction of that back. And often, more often, uh, as we can see with the dental programs and some of the other things that have come forward, they have strings attached. And so it was a, a very much uh, acknowledging the fact that this is not pharmacare, as you rightly called it. Uh, this is actually just dipping your toe into, um, you know, a couple of, uh, of drug areas and not taking into account the, the value of what we already have in our provinces. Uh, healthcare is provincial jurisdiction. And as I said earlier, the feds are continually putting in, uh, you know, more and more, um, more and more, uh, programs that are pet projects of theirs, but don't really meet the needs of what Albertans need here and you know, right here in our own province. Okay, help me to understand that. Be very specific. How does this not help a diabetic Albertan? I mean, uh, when you say we reject this proposal, it doesn't work for Alberta. Be very specific. What is it in this program that doesn't work in Alberta? Well, we have very comprehensive pharmacare programs in Alberta that cover seniors, low-income Albertans, those who receive disability benefits such as age. Um, they're covered 100%. Yeah, but we the have, hundreds of thousands uh, are not. Surely you know that. Well, and we have government-sponsored plans that cover over 5,000 drugs, including birth control and diabetes. We cover already over 50 oral contraceptives, uterine devices, emergency contraceptive uh, plans, etc. 100% coverage? We also cover... Um, yes. And For all Albertans? Well, those that, uh, you know, we do have plans in place, and many people have their own private plans. What is problem problematic with what I see coming forward is the fact that they have not done the engagement and the collaboration with the province to say, this is what you have. 
here is additional dollars so you make can make it even better we have some of the best plans here in alberta than anywhere else in canada and perhaps there's other provinces that don't have what we have and i understand that but here in alberta we have very comprehensive plans very robust plans that they have not come to look at or taken into account if they want to um you know give us and this is the conversation i had with minister holland last night give us the dollars so we can make those plans even better Absolutely. We'll have that conversation. But to come and say we are going to impose something on you without actually having the collaboration ahead of time is unacceptable. And and we do have, you know, um, areas that I can point to where we have that collaboration. We've had the ability to have those conversations, such as the announcement that I had with Minister Holland just pre-Christmas on the shared priorities and the work that we're doing on the aging with dignity. But this is continually um, a point of contention that they continually come forward with plans not taking into account what we already have in place. How is it an imposition for the federal government to say, hey, Albertans with diabetes, we're going to cover your medication? What are they imposing on us in Alberta other than saying we will pay for your medication? Well, we already cover 16 diabetes drugs and nine different insulin products. Can I just... But how, just, just... how is it that they're not coming to us and saying, okay, we recognize that you already are covering this. Here is additional funding so that you can cover more. That isn't the conversation. We know that this has really been, I, I believe, politically motivated. They're using uh, this as a political football in the dying political coalition that they have. And they don't take into account that this will add additional bureaucracy, additional uh, red tape to what we already have in place. They just want to, um, you know, shore up their, their political uh, agenda at this point in time is what I could say. And what I'm focused on is Albertans giving them good health care and making sure that we have long-term stability and coverage. And right now, we're not even sure if this is going to be a long-term plan. This is, you know, something that is, um, you know, hastily put together uh, just, uh, you know, at the 11th hour and basically saying, you know, this is what we think we're going to do for you. But there's no, uh, there hasn't been that collaboration and communication beforehand to really make it, um, you know, something that we can sign on to. Um, okay, a bunch of things I want to get into that I think are really, first of all, we don't have comprehensive care. I, I don't, if you're an adult with diabetes in Alberta, you're on your own. I work with a bunch of them who pay a bunch of out-of-pocket costs each and every single month. You know that. It's covered for kids. It's covered for low income. There's 17% of women in this province that have no drug coverage whatsoever. To call it robust is an example. Let's be honest here. There are a lot of people that are not covered for these things that are mentioned in this new Pharmacare plan. Well, and I've had a diabetes working group um, in place for the last number of months to provide me that feedback so that we can make sure that uh, the programs that we offer right now can be enhanced and further improved upon. But right now, even what we're hearing initially from the federal government doesn't guarantee that what you are asking for, what you were just mentioning, is going to happen. Um, and the conversation has not happened from the federal government okay. with us That's to the, look at what we have and how we make it better. That's the other question. You're rejecting something when you come on here and said repeatedly, you have no idea what it is. You don't know what the plan is. You don't know what it means for your ministry or for this province. You don't know what it means for Albertans, but you're not going to do it. And then you accuse them of playing politics. Help me untangle that ball of wax. 
Well, I what I shared with Minister Holland last night when I had a chance to speak with him was that uh, we are absolutely willing to, um, if, if they are wanting to treat us like they treat Quebec and give us the dollars that uh, would be, um, you know, allocated to this program that they envision, that they would give it to us so that we can enhance the programs we have currently in place, that they do not add additional red tape, that they do not, um, you know, continually overstep their uh, jurisdictional authority, then then we can have those conversations. Um, I've given you examples already. I know here in Alberta that we have 403,000 Albertans living without diabetes, and uh, that number is expected to rise. That's why I've got the diabetes working group. I want to make sure that as we put plans in place that we're actually dealing with the issues, not just um, throwing money at, at issues. Uh, okay. Um, you talk of consultation, and you speak of consultation, and I think you're right. It, it would be a good, and, and I know you spoke with the minister uh, last night, you say, so it's a little bit of after-the-fact consultation, but uh, I've got a statement here from the Edmonton Chamber of Commerce, a joint statement with Edmonton-Calgary Chambers of Commerce. I've got uh, the Edmonton's own medical association all saying, what are you doing? Uh, did you consult with them? They all think your decision to opt out of this program is a bad idea, so how much consultation have you done with these uh, interest groups that you know have a, have a stake in this, too? Well, it's interesting that uh, those Chamber of Commerce didn't speak with the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, which came out today in an announcement saying that uh, they believe that this is problematic. Um, it is leading to a foundation, and I'm quoting them directly here, a foundation for a national single-payer pharmacare program. Uh, they're saying that it's plagued with problems. Canadians should have access to the medicines they need, but a single-payer system is complicated and costly solution, which has estimated costs of up to $38.9 yeah, within three years. I can read the and statement. Then, uh, I can read the statement. I just want to be clear. Are, are you now saying that the national concerns are overriding the Alberta concerns? Because a minute ago it was all about what's good for Alberta, and the Alberta chambers are saying you're, you're hamstringing employers and labour in this province trying to attract much-needed talent by this. Well, and, and I would say that, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, local, um, chambers of commerce have not looked at what the programs are here in Alberta. I would be happy to sit down with them and, and really share what we have here in Alberta, how we can make it better. I'm all about making things better. I, I love the fact that we, you know, we will be able to, um, implement many of the recommendations that I'm already seeing coming forward from the diabetes working group and from other groups uh, that we have tasked with studying these problems and the local issues we have. We know we have a very high uh, prevalence of diabetes within our First Nations group and we have been looking at that and how we can enhance uh, not just on the uh, end side of once you have diabetes, but the pre-work that has to be done, the early intervention, the education that has to be done ahead of time. So, you know, can we look at this holistically? Absolutely. And I would love to share that with those stakeholders. Uh, Last one, and I appreciate your time. I really do. Uh, Thanks so much for being here. Um, The the diabetic working group, all the work you're doing around diabetes, uh, surely to God, every single one of them would say, hey, we'd like to not have to pay for our medication, wouldn't they? How do you tell them, sorry, uh, we're going to make the decision that you're still on the hook for $2,000 a year or whatever? That's Help me make sense of that. Well, again, I would say uh, the devil is in the details. We haven't seen the details of what the uh, federal government is coming uh, out with. And I will continually push the federal government to give us the funding so that we can actually enhance the programs that we currently have. You know, that is what 
we need to do. I have the backs of Albertans, and I will always have the backs of Albertans against the federal government on these particular issues. Maybe I'm um, really... These are, these are jurisdictions, um, you know, health is a jurisdiction, provincial jurisdiction, and the federal government knows that. And they need to respect that. Paying the cost of medication would enhance the programs, wouldn't it? I mean, that would be the biggest enhancement you could possibly ask for. Well, absolutely. It is something that uh, we will look to uh, make sure that as they give us those dollars, that we will make sure that we enhance the programs. And uh, But uh, again, they're not saying that uh, we will get... You know, they haven't given the details. And again, they haven't looked at what we currently have. Um, as I said, we provide over 5,000 drugs, many of which are included within the uh, the diabetes and within the uh, birth control realm. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. This is, this is a far cry from Universal. I've taken much more time than we said we would, Minister. Thank you so much for joining us. I do appreciate your time.